Hello, Brad Heineck, physical therapist. Hi, I'm Chris, the pharmacist. That's right. Ah, and I am exactly one half of the Bob and Brad PT channel. However, today Bob is not here, but we're absolutely honored to have Chris here. He's done some wonderful research, and we both have some extraordinary history of sore muscles. <laughs> so the title today is How to Relieve Sore Muscles, Including Domes, D-O-M-S. That means Delayed mm, onset, onset Muscle, muscle soreness. soreness. That's when you work out on Saturday, but you don't feel the sore muscles until... Sunday or Monday. <laughs> yeah, and oftentimes it skips the day and it's in yep. the Monday. It's delayed. Uh, and it's an interesting concept, but we're going to... Actually, Chris is going to go through this in detail. We're going to give you some helpful information on how you can avoid the sore muscles. Uh, so, well, like we said in the title, domes, delayed onset muscle soreness, not fun. And no one is immune. It doesn't matter if you're the novice, the average guy that exercises on a consistent basis, or the elite of the elite athletes. We are all subject to becoming a victim of it at some point in our lives with workout programs. Well, that's uh, kind of strong, Chris. A victim? Well, it's painful. Yeah. I mean, it hurts. I mean, at some point, I mean, if you're sore, you kind of feel like you've been I know, victimized. I'm just, I'm just I mean, you know you're going to pay the piper at some point or another. <laughs> I'm going to actually pay for it tomorrow with what I did this morning. Okay. So, but it's one of those things where, is it bad? Is it good? I mean, that has been kind of a debated question. And you consider, when you consider that with athletes, you've got trillions of dollars invested in these athletes all around the world between Olympic athletes and pro athletes and college athletes. Um, but we don't really have any clear answers as to, how do we solve the mystery of domes? And so it's something that it's, you know, the, the true remedy is time. Okay. But there's aspects of it that we can help to try and minimize it and hopefully make it not quite so severe. But at the same time, we always want to, you know, we kind of have a guideline. So what is it? Well, it's, it's the pain that you get. It's not the pain that you get when you're working out. You know, that's more fatigue of the muscle, maybe some muscle soreness that goes away after you've been exercised. So if you've been doing squats, and your muscles are burning. Yep. But as soon as you stop doing squats and you walk away, go drink some water, do some stretching, that's gone. Right. It's not that type of pain. This is the pain that shows up, you know, actually one to two days later. Sure. Most often, like you said, it skips a day. Yep. So it's, you know, it's usually days, you know, it's usually days three, four, and five, yep. usually the range for most people. Um, most of us, when you're well conditioned, about 72 hours is the window. It seems to go away, but not everybody. It can mm -hmm. go up to five days. If it goes beyond five days or if you have more severe pain, we'll just kind of do a quick uh, make sure you check with your doctor here kind of thing. So if you have pain that's extreme in nature where you can barely walk upstairs. It is excruciating. Um, if you are hydrating well and you have dark urine, uh, uh, these are th so this is a sign where you've got some serious muscle toxicity going on, and you do want to report that to your doctor. Sure. It could actually be very serious. Mm -hmm. So it's and actually some of those occur like in basic training, where a lot of you know newbie military members that may have not been training so hard. They go all gung-ho and they get Day in, after day after day. You know, they yeah. hammer into basic training and, and, and they have very clear, the U.S. military and I'm sure other military show mm -hmm. quite examples of, of how, in fact, you can right. end up with domes right. and or something more serious. For the average person, probably unlikely. not going Unless you're doing some really, you got to give your body a break when you're oh, sore yeah. and that's what we're going to talk and about. Now, yeah, well, that's what we're going to talk about. So, I mean, there's, there's exercises that can be used to induce domes and so a lot of researchers are gravitating towards that but it's funny that we really have and we'll talk about maybe some light at the end of the tunnel where i think they might be getting a better handle on this so sure. we'll talk about it towards the end but so what do we know we work out uh it usually happens you know there's 
basically an eccentric contraction is usually when it's the efficient contraction. Mm -hmm. So it's like if you're doing a curl, it's the exercise when you're going down, your muscles getting right. longer. Or like if you're doing a squat, it's on the way down, your muscles are getting longer or running down a hill. Would I'll be, or even going down in a push-up. Sure. So those are all examples of eccentric contra contractions. Right. And then if you're going up, now that's the concentric contraction. Sure. That's, that's the one that seems harder, but it's not. <laughs> so uh, and that's where the damage gets done. And, and again, it's not happening at the top. It's just going to show up later. And so you get this pain. You're like, wow, I'm, I'm tender. I'm sore. Mm. You lose range of motion. Yep. So what do you do? Well, I think one of the, one of the best things is just gentle exercise. Um, we talked about cross training. We were kind of breaking this down the other day. Um, so, I mean, there's a variety of different things you can do, but something like, a, you know, walking, yep. uh, biking, swimming, gentle stretching. Uh, you know, I think there's all things that will be certainly physical things that you can do. So if you're starting a running program, you haven't done anything, and you ran two miles, you felt pretty good. It's like, yeah. But then all of a sudden, all this muscle soreness up and downstairs, all this pain. Now, what I do, I still get this because I'm yeah. always pushing the limit a little bit, yep. especially if I'm training for a race. I'll run one day. I'm sore the next day. I'll go for a two-mile walk, Yep, and that's it. Yeah, and I think that in a, in a walk, I think, is one of the simplest ways to help to relieve. It's an act of recovery. Now, the relief is temporary. I mean, I'm sure you've remembered after you've taken that walk, you feel pretty good during yeah. the walk and even shortly thereafter. But you go and sit down and maybe eat, you know, a good protein meal and maybe get some fruits and veggies in you. Sure. Uh, which is actually nutrition is very important with this. Okay. We'll touch on that a little bit. Um, and hydration. But all of a sudden you stand up from the table and you're like, ooh, it's not I'm tender yet. again. It's not gone yet. So it is temporary. It's time. But your body will go through it and your body adapts to that so that eventually when you repeat said workout, say day five, because you want to give your body some time to heal, yep. it's going to be repeatable and you're going to come back stronger. So, that's, so the next time you run that same distance, you won't be near as sore. Near as sore. It's going to be a little easier. Mm -hmm. And that's how, our, it's, it's how we become adaptable to training. Sure. And that's why, you know, whether you're the novice, whether you're a professional, everything becomes adaptable. And that's where progress is right. made. So from a, from a development standpoint. Um, other things that we've found, what else can you do after a workout? Immediate after, one of the studies suggests actually heat right on the muscles right away. Ah. Yeah, so they took a whole bunch of people that were actually in really good shape. Uh, they took elite hockey players, and mm -hmm. they had them doing squats to induce domes. Yep. And basically, they found uh, in one group that they would actually apply heat wraps, so something like Thermacare, which is about 104 degrees, so it sounds pretty hot. but Hot know, pack. Hot pack. Mm -hmm. So, But it, you know, keep it in mind, after you've just done intense exercise, the last thing we find comfortable is applying heat to ourselves. <laughs> but if you can do heat and gentle stretching right after, they've found that it helps with the blood movement in and out of the muscle yep. and also that flexibility because you've created all these little micro tears. It just kind of helps to lengthen those muscles and help with the healing process. And it sh you'll still have the dome's pain the next day, but it won't be as intense, which allows you to get back into your workouts more aggressively sure. more soon. But at the same time, when we're experiencing dome's pains, we want to make sure that we're not, if you just did the run, all of a sudden it's day two or three and you're feeling miserable, don't do something intense. Mm -hmm. Do something gradual. Listen to your body. Yep, very, very important with that. If you had a hot tub at your house, you could use that for heat. Hot tub, yeah. That would be you a just little don't more wanna, fun. You don't wanna, yeah, exactly, that's way more fun. Uh, <laughs> but for a variety of different reasons, but this is a family show. Uh, but that said... <laughs> Yeah, there's, it will definitely help you. Uh, so, it can't, but, and actually, and so people have all said, well, what about cold? 
Well, that was an interesting aspect of the study. They said, you know, cold in a lot of cases. So a cold pack. Cold pack will relieve pain because yep. it deadens the nerve ending. Sure. So it seems to work pretty well. But it didn't actually seem to improve or speed up the healing with yeah. domes, which okay. I thought was kind of interesting. But if it if it feels better, I say do it. Because, I mean, the reality of it is, is it's your comfort level. And right. if it helps you feel a little bit better. And you've had excellent experience with ice. You, I mean, it's one of your primary recommendations. Yeah. But I know I'm slowly changing but um and it may vary too but for this you know for people who are exercising you get soreness i really encourage you and you haven't experienced it before because you just are starting a program get through it it's going to get better yes uh, use some of these you know if you ran and you got sore from running well maybe ride your bike the next day yep. very gently Cross very training. gently yep and that's the hard part if you got that I'm gonna that get attitude, you got no pain, no gain. That's the hardest thing on domes. People have to learn to relax and just well, and that's down. one of the things too. A lot of trainers uh, also emphasize is that you know it's it's not so much the no pain, no gain anymore. I mean, mm -hmm. you can still get excellent muscle development without hurting yourself. Sure, and that's something to take home. I mean, and and actually starting a program to minimize dome. I mean, you're gonna want to warm up. Yep. I want to start gradually. We don't go to the intense stuff right away. We're not jumping off that cliff. Right. We're going to warm up to this thing so that we can gradually improve as we get in there. Right. Um, a couple other things that seem to give some decent relief, foam roller. Ah. Um, so I don't know if we've got one sitting oh, around. Right behind but, me. Just keep talking. Yeah. I'll all right. It. So the foam roller is a really nice tool insofar as trying to help to move fluids. So you can kind of roll that out then basically brad you can probably show just a couple of techniques to maybe improve things sure let me move my mug yeah uh, you're going to do this on the floor not on a bed or a soft surface but for a demonstration if i had sore calves i would roll back and forth like this and then i would turn sideways to get that part aspect of the muscle Yeah, because it's going to get that connective tissue and the other yeah. muscle fibers and, and it's I moving could, fluid yeah i could go like this but i'm probably not going to because remember we don't want to get too aggressive so I'm going to use, this puts all the weight on one. This divides the weight up between both. And I'm just going to go like this. And you're going to do this for 30 seconds, a minute, and just get some, get that blood flow and that circulation improved so that those muscles can heal. And you know you can do this on your hamstrings. You can roll pretty much anything in your body. Yep. Uh, some arms and traps and Lats are difficult, but legs are, are good. What are you looking for? I'm looking for my ball. Oh, yes, yeah, a tennis ball. Yeah. Or this one? Yeah, this guy. All right, these things are actually genius, and this one's pretty fancy because it lights up. I think we found it. Brad said you found it at the dollar store. Cost a dollar. But, yeah, so if you were working your biceps, here's a very simple way you can just kind of get some decent circulation yeah. to the area, little pressure on it, kind of get that fluid moving. And so it works pretty well. And these little fingers actually kind of dig in a little bit. Yes. So it kind of works out pretty well. But a tennis ball works great as well. Yeah. There's a little compression with that. So you can definitely, you know, you can use your forearms if you're doing something. I mean, hamstring, quad. So these types of things, totally inexpensive. You can travel with it. So you're if you're right. doing a race yes. and right afterwards, you want to try and just try and get a little bit of massage into those muscles. Yep. These work phenomenally well. Yeah, so if you're traveling, you're in a hotel, you've done your event, jump in the hot tub, get your get your little fancy ball out, your tennis ball. You know, if you happen to have a massage gun, they work great too. Yep. But you're not going to get real aggressive with it. No, nope, you got to keep it on those low settings because if you get overly aggressive, and that's the same thing with like massage too, we have to be careful. Like some like a deep massage, uh, I've actually shown that I can actually 
create domes. So <laughs> you want to you want to be real careful with yeah. that. So, but on a low setting, yep. um, th- you know, these are a little bit more expensive. So I, I we favor the cheap on this show, right. and I think these work great. Right. But those work excellent too. Right. And so if you can give yourself just about three or four minutes of treatment, yeah. I think you will find it'll go a long way to helping those muscles heal a little bit quicker and minimizing that painful interval. I do want to mention a really nice way to work these so it's, they're not so aggressive is you put the round head on it, uh, like this has, or like this one. And instead of taking it straight into the muscle, it's a lot more aggressive. You turn it sideways and you get a, a very gentle and it takes a, it spreads out the uh, massage to a larger area. It's a really nice alternative. Um, Cause some people may already have these, Sure, you know, I wouldn't buy one just for domes unless no. you want to. They're, you can use them for all kinds well, of... Well, you can use them for a variety of different recovery. I mean, your whole family uses oh, them. Yeah. yeah, no, we, we use them all the time. Yeah, yeah they're, so they're, but, they're uh, critical for recovery, in my opinion. Yeah. So anyways, uh, there we go with that. Uh, was there another one, Chris? Well, we uh, yeah, I guess we were talking about <laughs> cold beer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just having fun when I was writing my notes down. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I th- you know, I, I would tend to say I that I thought alcohol- you said that if you get a dark beer like Guinness, it yeah, has some properties. Actually, Guinness had some properties, actually, and they actually did a medical study probably in the early 2000s. That shows- I knew there was some medical So support. they actually, the flavonoids in beer and actually coffees have the same type because ah, it's dark, okay. um, basically help to improve their free radicals. So they help improve circulation. So believe it or not, a, a dark beer is probably something, or even a red wine or even grape juice for people that don't want alcohol. That's right. Because alcohol can dehydrate. Um, but it's one of those things that might help out a little bit. Well, but, you know, we're from Wisconsin. It's just so part of the culture. Beer is part of it. It's in our DNA. <laughs> But, you know, the other interesting thing, like I said earlier in the video, is that, uh, you know, they're doing lots of research on these and they're finding that there's other things that may be more. They're actually finding that domes might be more of something that might be due more to connective tissue and, and fascial ah, tissue. Ah, yes. So and there's an interesting book that you alluded to when we were talking about this pre-production. And yep. also um, with respect to to some of the, a couple of new articles that came out in September of this year and October of this year from, in PubMed yep. um, actually are showing that, you know, maybe they're, that that connective tissue has much more of the, right. the nerve firing and, and maybe causing that discomfort. I can't remember the title of that video, but I did it. I read the book. Uh, this woman, I believe she's from the UK and she's dedicated her life basically to working with a fashion pain relief through fashion. So yeah. And now they're studying it more. So yeah, that, that we could actually get to do another video. On. I think so. Because mm-hmm. I think there's going to be a pile of, I mean, it's kind of the tip of the iceberg, I think. Sure. And you know, even though we don't fully understand it, you know, so it's the takeaways I think are really, if you're new to exercise, start gradual, Yes. warm up before you get started. And then ramp up the intensity as time goes by yeah. and your fitness level gains. Sure. So just don't all go yeah. ho right away. If uh, you're 50 years old, you may take two weeks before you ramp up to a level. So you, so you avoid that pain versus absolutely. going into a class and giving her yeah. crazy and then you can't walk the next Slow day. Slow and steady wins the race. I think so go. many times that I think, mm. you know, it's like, I think we all are naturally driven to try and do our best and so oh, we got to get in there and work it up for a great sweat but if we ease our way into it yep. and cool down afterwards is very important sure and then either using the massage the foam roller the guns the uh you know hydration and eating well so you're going to want to get some protein yeah. in your diet you're going to want to have fruits and veggies to get those flavonoids to help with circulatory issues and natural anti-inflammatory yep. aspects um I, I guess i didn't touch on the NSAIDs. so um oh. ibuprofen and, and naproxen or over-the-counter pain relievers that 
might give you a little bit of relief, but the jury's now out on that saying that, yeah, you get some of that pain relief, but it doesn't solve DOMS. It's not going to make you heal quicker mm. and might be counterproductive because the inflammatory factors that happen from muscle breakdown are what's helping with muscle development. Ah. So if we take an anti-inflammatory, we could be slowing down our progress. Ah. So um, so maybe some of the pain rubs like a Bengay or a capsaicin containing thing, like maybe Tiger Balm, for instance, sure, uh, may be more better for topical analgesic relief um, more so than the anti-inflammatories coupled with the massage the hydration resting active rest meaning taking a walk rather than a run or swimming or biking so those i think are some of the keys that are going to help us to minimize domes and uh, hopefully keep us more successful more effective and getting out there and doing more absolutely stay healthy active and pain-free and keep the domes away from you thanks for helping us chris thanks guys (laughs) 